Pastor Chris Smelser, Gilead Baptist Church. It's not my goal or objective to be confrontational during these morning meditations. I would like for these to be uh, things to think on, maybe things to brighten your day, but I've just been burdened. I've recorded this three or four times over the last uh, couple weeks and just have never posted it just because I want to keep things uplifting. But last night as I was uh, thinking, driving home, uh, I was thinking that uh, there are probably some people who need to hear this uh, for encouragement. So I want to do this in such a way that uh, is an encouragement to folks who may be struggling with the thought. And that thought is dealing with the predestination portion of the Calvinistic doctrine. I will say up front, I do not believe in the uh, predestination of, uh, of salvation. I do not believe that God has chosen some and rejected some. Uh, I believe that it is by grace through faith that we are saved. I believe that uh, God uh, died for the sins of all people who will accept uh, his son. So that being said, I've just in passing over the last few weeks, and it really started a few weeks ago, read an article uh, that was uh, in relation to a message I was preaching. Didn't really have a big portion of it, but I was reading it as I was just trying to, uh, to gain more information. And uh, it, was, it was an article dealing with uh, Calvinistic doctrine, very well-known preacher. And it seems that, like, it seems that many uh, seminaries uh, are uh, promoting this Calvinistic theology. It seems that many uh, popular preachers, televangelists, social media preachers, uh, church uh, preachers of large churches, they are now promoting. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't why. I don't understand uh, what the selling point of this is. Uh, I, I can understand a, a religion that promotes works because then you have something tangible. I, I don't agree with it, but I can understand it because you could you could sell that to your people. I spent many years as a as a coach and uh, trying to do uh, you know pregame speeches or getting your kids uh, you know mentally ready for a game. You can sell them on a tangible good, you know, for winning a trophy or a state championship or a you know a banner or you know things like that. Um, so being able to sell to somebody that you know if you do this thing, you'll get this thing, uh, and you can see things leaving your hand or, or work being done. Uh, it's difficult in in uh, in salvation because you don't have a tangible good to sell. You don't have uh, works uh, to sell. You just have to believe that Christ died for your soul, and that by accepting Him, you are accepting the ultimate uh, prize, uh, the ultimate reward, uh, the ultimate trophy, in that you have gained everlasting life in heaven. Uh, that can be a little more difficult to sell. I don't see what the selling point is in this Calvinistic predestination doctrine. Uh, what, what causes a lot of these churches that and pastors who believe in this to have such large followings for them to say, hey, look, I can't even really offer you anything because if you're not chosen, tough luck. And if you are, congratulations, you're in. I just don't understand it. And if you're out there today, maybe you run across this video, maybe somebody has shared it with you. and. Uh, and uh, it's uh, just come across your screen 
I pray that this will help you maybe with understanding. And I can't do a lot in four minutes uh, or in a five-minute video. I can't cover a lot of theology or doctrine. And, and if you would like to know more, please come visit us at the church. We would love to uh, to give you all the verses, all the, the ideas, all the thoughts. We have very knowledgeable men in our church that can offer you the the, the relief of knowing that you don't have to just be chosen. Uh, you can accept by faith through grace. But I would just like to ask a few questions uh, to maybe uh, help understand. And these will be questions based on um, what the Bible says. First of all, if God chooses, then why preach John 3.16? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, God so loved the world, whosoever, that's anybody. What, what do you do with the verse that says that Christ died not for the sins of one man, but the, the sins of the whole world, so that all may come. What do you do with these words of whosoever, the world, all, uh, many? What, what, what do we do with these when we're talking about uh, this uh, roulette of salvation, of you're in and you're out, you know, tough luck? How do we how do we explain those verses away? What what do we do with we've got to we've got to take a large portion of the Bible out. And if that be the case, Paul, he talked about things such as baptism. He at one point said, I'm glad, I'm glad I only baptized two of you and called them by name. And he said, I'm glad I only baptized two of you because the rest of you, if you thought that it was my baptism that saved you, that brought you salvation, I would have made the preaching of the gospel of none effect. And today, Calvinistic doctrine, this predestination idea, is making the preaching of the gospel of none effect. Because what would be the purpose of preaching salvation? What's the purpose of preaching the Bible if we just say, well, sorry, you're in and you're out. God chose it that way. Then why even preach the gospel? Stay home on Sunday. Wash your boat. Go fishing. Go play another round of golf. There's no point. You're either in or out. I just, I don't understand it. I can't read my Bible. King James Bible. I cannot read my King James Bible and find the Calvinistic doctrine. Now, I know what some of you will say, and I've just got a few seconds left. I know what some people will say. They'll say, yeah, but Paul talks about being predestined. Let me touch on that, and then we'll be done for today. And I appreciate you tuning in with us. we got folks all over the world tuning in, and I appreciate you so much. Let me just touch on this predestination of Paul. It's very simple. We don't have to do mental gymnastics. We don't have to jump from one hoop to another. When Paul was writing about predestination, he was writing to saved people. If you are saved, if you have accepted the blood of Jesus Christ, you are predestined from the foundation of the world, from the beginning of time, before Adam was ever here, God had the plan of salvation set and ready. The Bible upholds that. And if you accept Jesus Christ, you then are predestined. It's like this. Let me maybe put it a little bit easier uh, to understand. Uh, if I go to an airport, when I walk into the airport, I'm destined to go somewhere. If I haven't bought my ticket yet, I'm still destined to go somewhere, but the location has not been settled. I walk to the ticket counter and I say, uh, uh, I'll take a, a one-way ticket to Hawaii. They print my ticket and as soon as I get that ticket and my identification is on that ticket, my name is written down on that ticket, I'm then predestined for Hawaii. I'm not there yet. I'm sitting in the airport and I'm waiting. Folks, when you are born into this world, you have a destination that is uh, that is in the weights. 
you are in the airport waiting. You haven't punched your ticket yet. By default, hell would be our home because we are all sinners. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For the wages of sin is death. And we know that death is hell. But if there was a day where you walk to the ticket counter of God and you say, I would like a ticket to heaven, and you accepted the blood of Jesus Christ, you received that ticket stamped for heaven. Now you are predestined to be in heaven. You're not there yet. Physically, you're not there yet. You're just sitting and waiting. Folks, I don't know where your heart is today. I don't know what, what, where your soul is. If, you're, if you are struggling or, or toiling over this idea of predestination, am I chosen or am I not, don't worry. Let me give you some hope. You can choose to accept the blood of Jesus Christ. You can choose. God did not choose or reject you by any other, he didn't, he didn't call you by works, he didn't call you by what family you came out of or, or any of those things. Christ came to a, a poor family. He, he worked and he set up his ministry in Galilee, the, 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 the Galilee of Gentiles, as the Bible says. He sat with the, uh, the, the, the publicans and, and the, the sinners and he sat with the, the dirty fishermen and ate meals with them. He wants the folks who want him. He, he said, the Bible says if those who are not sick have no need of a physician. Are you sin sick today? Are you trying to figure out this thing about salvation? If you are, there's a Savior that's there for you. Grace and peace to you from Gilead Baptist Church. Mm -hmm.